Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have KG Crown with us today. She recently moved to Los Angeles to pursue her love for music. KG has had experience working with Grammy-winning songwriters and has appeared in multiple magazines and advertisements nationwide. She also plans to become involved in anti-bullying organizations. And we're excited to have her on. So welcome yes, to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me, everyone. It's our pleasure. Yeah. You know, I always like to start the show out the same way because we're all in this crazy thing together oh, with COVID. Yes, we are. So how did it over the last 12, 15 months has COVID affected you? And what have you done to maneuver through this craziness? Um, you know, obviously I think COVID affected everyone, especially in the music industry, because you're not able to perform or like do any meet and greets or anything like that. But I was able to get in the studio because in my studio, I work with like only a few producers here. So we were able to get in the studio and make some music. But other than that, I think COVID has been getting better and then getting back outside and back into the industry more. Yeah, you know, that's like with us, you know, when COVID first happened, we actually launched this show January of 2020. Yeah, a couple months. A couple months before, before COVID. Yeah. And our original plan was 100 interviews first year. We thought if we could do that, yeah, we thought that would be, be a, a great um, goal. And then COVID happens. And I remember telling Sandy, you know, this could be our year to shine last year. So because of that, we stepped it up and we did over 300 interviews last year. We're over 400 now. Wow, that's a good job. Congrats. You know, <laughs> you know I hate to see what happened. I mean, and I'm a little nervous right now with COVID because you're starting to see numbers rise again. I'm like, okay, yeah. now um, let's, let's get it back down. <laughs> Especially yeah. for y'all, because, you know, again, everything with an artist um, is about touring. That's where the money's at. And, you know, when you have all the streaming services, it's kind of destroyed that side of it for an artist. You only have touring. And when that's away, it's tough. Yeah, it definitely can be. Um, I have not gone on tour, but my dream is to go on tour in the future for sure. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people would say, when did you know you wanted to sing? My, I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that all this could actually be a career move for you? Well, when I was seven, I actually heard a voice tell me to sing to the world. And being a girl of strong faith, I actually, My I God. believe that it was God calling me to be a singer. And so really ever since then, I just... I had this super strong interest for music. I started a band with my brothers for six years. We did Christian music. Um, and then after six years, they didn't want to be in the band anymore. And then that's when I moved off into a solo pop career. Oh, wow. Because wow. you were like, nothing's stopping you. Yeah, nothing's stopping me. I'm always going to keep going. Yeah, You know, we're big faith believers ourselves. We so are, when you yes. feel like God speaks, you're like, you know, you got to listen. Got to listen. Yeah. I go for it. For sure. You know, that's like we met online back when it was taboo back in 2002. You know, everybody's yeah. meeting online now. Oh, and, yeah, it's the norm. And now. people thought we were crazy and all mm -hmm. this. And here we are, 19, you know, we'll be married 19 years in October. So it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Outside of like singing and acting, I love to play basketball. Um, I'm a point guard, so I really, I really love basketball. And then also I play video games with my brothers. Um, but yeah, skateboarding. I'm an active person. 
Yes, and we saw on your social media that you have a new puppy. Tell us about that. How's it going? I do have a new puppy. Um, her name is Sky. She's oh. just about 12 weeks old. So she's mm -hmm. literally a baby. She's like this big. Um, but I love her so much. She's super sweet. Um, I don't know if you guys know Gavin Magnus actually gave me the puppy. So he's another. Oh, oh wow. So what's. Yeah. You know, we hear rumors of you and Gavin. Tell us about that. Yes, tell us. Oh, more. man. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> assume things and stuff. I would just say I'm not going to spoil anything. So I'm just going to say, like, I always tell people, wait and see what happens because we just met. So we're getting close with each other because we only met, like, a month ago, a few months ago. So we're really just getting to know each other. That's awesome. Uh -huh, awesome. <laughs> My buddy said so, so that people still think I'm crazy. He's he's right. He's right. They do. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of people they see the big artists, you know, and it, they see the glory behind them, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, um, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the music world. And I always want to talk about that side of it because we both know that it's not easy. People jump in this, think, oh, I've got this talent. I can just make it work, but it don't work that way. So talk about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to, even to get to where you are today. Um, I would say, honestly, being an artist and like a public figure, obviously you get a lot of hate and a lot of love. Um, but I think everyone kind of in this industry expects to get hate because obviously that comes out of jealousy um, and stuff like that. But really, uh, one of the things I would say what really got me, like I wouldn't be here today without my brothers. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really hard for me to like let go of the bands after six years. Um, but, you know, they, they want to pursue like the dreams they want to pursue. So yeah. I, I it was hard for me to let go of my brothers because we did practice like 40 hours a day or not a day. That wouldn't make sense. But 40 hours a week. Oh, every you put yeah. so much time and that's what people don't get. You know, they see artists on stage. They see them doing their thing for that hour, two yes. hours. And people are, oh, you know, I've even seen people like with um, reality stars. You know, you see people on Facebook talk about, you know, um, oh, they need to get a real job. They need to do this. All they're doing is making a fool of themselves. And I always have to, I'm like, do you have any idea how much they work? You think that little 60 minute slot is what you see. There's hours and hours and hours that go into oh, that yes. craft. Even mm -hmm. if you think it's stupid. The development of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I think like a lot of people that watch public figures, you see what only gets posted on social media. But behind the scenes, like we I think all of us in the industry work super, super hard. But yeah. Yeah, because even with our show, you know, people see we have fun for 30 minutes yeah. or so on this show, mm -hmm. but they don't see the hours of reaching out to people, the no's, the rejections that I get emails every day from people because we're reaching out to everybody. And it's like, and it's not really a no. It's like a no, not right now. So I can handle yeah. that. <laughs> you know? And 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 sometimes they probably get tired of me because next month I'll email again and then email again. So sometimes I think I get some guests because I push so much. They're like, okay, to get you off my chest, we'll give you this person. <laughs> so what do you do when, you know, every artist has those moments to where, they got this dream in front of them. What drives you to get through those moments that are tough? Um, personally, for me, I think music is a great way to express your emotions. 
into the things you love. Like, obviously, I love music. And when something happens in my life, I write a song about it and release the song. I think that's a lot of way um, musicians cope with the events and trauma that happens in their life. Um, but I think you just got to stay motivated and keep pushing because and no matter what dreams you're after, there's always going to be hard times, but eventually you'll get through them. Most Absolutely. Definitely. You know, yes. I wish more people could remember that. Because Again, you know, our whole bullying stuff out there. Oh, and and yes. I see that you want to be part of some anti-bullying um, organizations. Tell us a little bit about that and what's drawing you to that. Sorry, repeat the question. <laughs> I was like, um, tell us a little bit about why you want to be part of anti-bullying um, campaigns. Um, I think it's something, personally me, I grew up in a uh, Christian town and I was bullied for like wearing crop tops and singing pop music. And so because I grew up being bullied, I just wanted to show my support for anti-bullying and like say this has to stop. I think people who have experienced it, um, like, I think me, because I experienced it, I've just been super more motivated to speak about what's right from what's wrong. And, you know, I think, too, that um, even though younger people still get bullied, I think that the biggest bullies of them all are adults nowadays. Yeah, we've noticed I, I mean, you watch social, social media. You watch social especially. media and, I'm, and, I, and you watch interactions with people. I'm like, do they even know they're bullying this person? I mean, and now, like, I remember um, just yesterday when um, – the Simone backed out of the Olympics. Um, I don't know what, why, but I've seen yeah. several people say, good, she don't need to be in. Them. And I'm like, I'm, like, really? And, and, and I'm sitting there like, they don't even know this girl. Mm -hmm. she, she's up there representing America, doing a really great job at it. And, 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 and you know, and they got to have comments. It's, it's like, leave those comments at home. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually have a song, Bad, that just dropped. Uh, one of the lines in the song is, never thought I'd see a grown woman acting up. And so what uh, happened to me was actually, I was bullied by not only kids, but adults as well. So what you're saying totally makes sense to me. And that's why I put that line in my music. So if you haven't heard Bad, everyone, make sure you check it out. Be perfect lead-in for the song. Yes. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about more about the song itself. Mm -hmm. Bad, again, it was written in response to bullying. It's kind of my story and the events that happened in my life. Um, but I have a music video coming out July 30th for Bad. So I'm super wow. excited. <clears throat> so, you know, we talked about the sacrifice side a little bit. Let's go the other way. Talk about the glory side that people do get to see. What are a few moments in your career so far where you look back and like, wow, I got to do that? Um, the other day, something that really made me happy was I called a fan. A surprise call a fan. Oh, wow. I think being a public figure, it's fun to like put smiles on other people's faces and bring positive things in other people's lives. And so that's why I love performing is that me as a performer, I am super energetic and fun. Like I want to jump all over the stage and I'm really about making the audience have fun more than me personally. Now, when you got on that stage the very first time, um, did you immediately get that stage bug? Stage fear or what stage, stage bug? The, basically, this was your life now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, pretty much. First time <laughs> I stepped on stage, I'm trying to think what that was. I think I performed at a coffee shop with my brothers. Yeah. was the first time that we performed. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I knew that it was my calling. And yeah. I love that. Um, 
So as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist, but they don't see the teams behind you. And in our opinion, teams never no, get the they love don't. they deserve. So take a few moments just to tell us about the teams that help you be who you are. Uh, I love my team. I got a lot of great people. Um, my stylist guy, shout out to him. He picks out amazing outfits for like big events and stuff like that. Um, I got my producers, uh, Drew Lane and Space Primates. They have helped me produce and make my music and tell my story through my music. Um, and obviously my mom, just because she's so supportive, I'm going to just shout her out because she supports me a lot. But yeah, I'm grateful for also all the people, all the other influencers that I met ever since being in this industry, because I think we've all we all relate and we all kind of just support each other. So you probably have a thousand of these, but tell us a parent story or a mom story where she went above and beyond um, for your career. And you're like, wow, she gets this is my calling. Um, actually, two months ago, I just moved to California. And my family, my brothers and my dad actually still live in Michigan. Oh, and wow. so my mom was willing to move me out to California. Um, and that was really hard because obviously we're moving away from our family, but it had to be done because of the opportunities that I was getting out here. But we go back, like back and forth just to visit. And they're coming out here in California soon actually to visit. But yeah, my mom, she moved me out to California just for my dreams. So that was really supportive. I mean, that's huge. It is huge. So tell us a fan story. Um, and again, you probably got a ton of where a fan went above and beyond for you. And you're like, wow, this is why I do this. One thing that I love about my fans is that is their fan edits. Like I'll get on Instagram and mm -hmm. I can see my tagged posts and they just flood fan edits of me and like compliment <laughs> you. And honestly, it just brings a smile to my face. I love seeing them. And, you know, talking about social media, let's go the other way. Um, we talked about bullying a little bit earlier, but let's focus a little bit on social media. How do you handle that side of it? Because, again, there's a lot of young people that may be watching this. A lot of you got a lot of probably young fans. And that's we didn't you know, we got bullied in our time. We did, but it's, but it was different. It was different than social media. Social media. You can bully without people even knowing who you are. Yeah, social media, it can bring, there's obviously lots of, lots of hate that lots of people get. Um, I don't agree with any of it. I think everyone should love everyone and just support everyone. Um, personally, I think social media is good because you get to kind of like to your audience and to the world, you can stand up for what's right. But it also mm -hmm. has a bad side to it because you can spread so much hate and false rumors mm -hmm. about somebody. Mm -hmm. So there's like a good and a bad side. But I mean, I mean, everything in life, no matter what, when you look at God as God and evil, I mean, God versus yeah. it's all, no matter what you do in life, mm -hmm. you're going to have good and bad of it. Yeah. We just got to use the platform for the good and hope it overrides any bad that comes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, we talked about the family a little bit and, you know, we've got a third co-host, our little nine-year-old that we always yes, allow to ask a few questions. She's going to go get, I'll him. get him. And we've got a two-year-old daughter, too, that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in our show because we are a family affair show. Oh, that's so cute. Now, I can't imagine, you know, again, you know, we're doing it for the family. I can't imagine doing it without the family. And I know that's got to be the one of the tough things for you is being split with the family. Um, so do you all like Skype every night and stuff like that, too? We, we call and FaceTime, like, I don't even know, like three times a day, all of us, literally. Um, 
they they're coming out to California for like the first time actually. So I'm excited to show them around. Oh wow. um, they come, but it should be soon. Hi. Hi, Kiki Ground. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food, I'm gonna have to go with pizza, even though I'm allergic to cheese. I just feel like it's so good. <laughs> Cause what's yours? Mine is pizza. Pizza, yeah, that's a lot of people's. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show, I'm gonna have to go with Riverdale. So yeah. good. What's your favorite TV show? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob? Oh, I love SpongeBob. And, and you know it's been cool is because we you know we don't just bring on artists on the show we also bring on actor and actresses too yeah. and a lot of his disney and nickelodeon shows that he watches we've been able to bring in quite a bit of people on this in fact we recently last week had um the girl that plays destiny unbunked come on oh that's so, so great so he gets to kind of talk to people that he kind of looks yeah. up to from the tv so i'm sitting there like i wish i would have had that when i was young you know <laughs> Next. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie for me, I am more of a TV show fan than a movie. But <laughs> I had to pick. I'm gonna have to go with um, Titanic. Uh, Titanic. Good, yeah. good movie. Uh, yes, What's yours? Good. Mine is Minions movie. No, oh, I've never heard of it. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he he loves all the Despicable Me's and all that. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bye, Nick. <laughs> His shirt glowing. <laughs> Minions. Oh, yeah. I love minions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, he loves being part of the show and all that. Oh, Joe said he had tacos. I mean, pizza for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? If I could co-write with any artist. Um, Ed Sheeran is an amazing songwriter. I feel like that'd be super cool to like write a song with him. But if I had to like collab, like sing on a song with somebody, I'm gonna go with Ariana Grande. Uh, Gosh, that would be amazing. a really good one. Yes. <laughs> so this probably has a thousand answers, but just think of the first thing that comes to your mind. But what's a song you've heard on the radio that you wish you wrote? That I wish I wrote. Man, that's a really tough one. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Demi Lovato's. Um, man, I forgot what it's called. What is it called? Demi Lovato song. It's like Savage or something. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. One of them. <laughs> I lovely forgot what it's called, but she has this song that's super motivating, and mm -hmm. it's about like standing up for yourself and being a strong, confident woman. So. You know, that's the, you know, it's funny, like, you know, we do a lot of country music interviews and we notice in the country music genre that it's funny. And over the last five, six, seven years, the ones that make it big songs, it's usually the men saying how much they love their, the woman and women saying how much they hate men. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and being the women empowerment saying, you know, you're not going to stand in my way. Not saying that they hate men, but you know what yeah. I mean. You know, just, just standing, just up, standing for up for yourself. But it, that's kind of what the trend that we've seen. So that's good that you're kind of on that path. Yeah, I just remembered it. It's a Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. Oh, yes, uh, I remember that. Just the title, you, yes. you would know. <laughs> we definitely love that. Yes. Um, so back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story 
before I ask the guest that same question, because the answer she gave us back then is to the T of what she's living now. Nobody was going to stop her. She had that woman empowerment and she was going after it. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? In five years, my dream is to be on world tour and just be a big artist and have a big audience so I can share my story and share what I believe is right. I love that. Maybe in five years, we can use your story. Like we do Kelsey's. Yes. <laughs> so um, now my mind just went. All right. Um, let's look deeper down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road. And let's say that your success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? Honestly, I mean, if I met my future self and like achieved all my dreams, I would just like if I had to say something, I'd probably just say congrats <laughs> because I feel like I knew everything that she went through in order to get there. Yeah. Um, and probably like congratulate her or something. <laughs> <laughs> and how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it yet? My music is K-pop, pop and hip hop inspired. Um, I like writing songs about stories, except here's the thing about me is that some artists, they take events and write something sad, mm -hmm. about that, that trauma, and I do the opposite. So I'll take yeah. that trauma and make something sassy out of it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you know, that's like I went through 19 years of addictions until, and I've been sober now thir over 13 years. God healed me from all that. But I look back now, if I didn't go through those 19 years, I wouldn't be the person and husband I am today. So I, yeah. I believe that I had to go through that to get to where I am today. Yeah, I think that's a lot. A, a lot of people got to go through it in order to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But when you're going through it, <laughs> you know, you don't see that light there. You, you, you just see time. darkness yeah. and you're like, is this ever going to end? And you're miserable and all that, you know, but, you know, but, you know, so for anybody that's going through that, I hope they can use my story as an example. I, you know, I want to be that shining light and say, you know what? There is a light. Yeah, that you can come out on the other side even better. And what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known and remembered for? Um, something I would like to be known and remembered for is just, um, I don't know, maybe standing up for causes that I support and probably just making people happy and having a good time on stage. Awesome. And if you could say anything to your fans, what would you want to tell them? To my fans, um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for the support and the love this. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without you guys. Love that. Love so that. let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her singing. They've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say they have that it factor. But they've played maybe 30, 40 shows, 20 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they know that they've been called to this. They got on that stage, got what every artist says, that stage bug. And they just know. And they come to you and they say, I know I'm called to this for the rest of my life. What advice would you give that person to kind of help guide them in the next few years? I would say keep going, keep make, making music and doing what you're doing because you're going to make it for sure. If you If you believe that. I believe that if you believe that's what you're called to do, you're going to make it. I think just believing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's right about nothing's like seeing steel bars when you wake up. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. Yep, that's so true. So as we come to a close here, what's next for you? 
What's next for me? Um, after I released Bad Music Video, I got two more songs coming called Gimme That and Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. And then after I released those, just getting back in the studio and continuing to make more music. Love that. So tell everybody how they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. I would say that's like a lot where I share my life. Um, Instagram is KG Crown Official. And also on YouTube, that's where you'll find my music video. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. We look forward to having you back for updates down the road. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was our oh, pleasure. Thanks so much.